Well, 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 what's going on, guys? This is crazy. I can't believe I'm finally doing this. Um, I'm in Canada at the moment. Um, I've been down in the States for the last three months. I've uh, been in sunny California, um, enjoying my time down there, spending it with my beautiful girlfriend and surfing. Um, but now I'm back in the Pacific Northwest, back up in Canada. I have to come back every three months just for visa reasons. So I figured now that I've got a little bit of extra time on my hands, let's do this podcast. Um, all right, where do I start? The podcast name, uh, it's called I'd Rather Be Surfing. And the reason for that is I would actually rather be surfing right now. Um, 90% of the time, I would rather be surfing in whatever I'm doing. So it, it seemed natural just to call it that. <laughs> um, why am I doing it? Um, I guess just at the moment, everyone probably just knows me through Instagram because that's the only thing that I'm promoting this through. But um, just with the creative side of video and, and photo, it's just, uh, I don't know, I'm just at a bit of a dead end with that. So I thought, you know, what's another avenue that I can that I can undertake and um, learn something new and do something that I enjoy. Um, and, I, and I figured why not start a podcast um, because I, I listen to quite a few and I find them pretty interesting. Um, I know quite a few people as well. Um, if you don't know, over the last year I've been um, traveling throughout the United States and Canada um, in my van and living out of the van um, in that time as well and I've met a lot of cool people who have some pretty cool stories so I thought I'd start this podcast and just um, get some of those people on to share um, to share their stories so it's going to be interesting it's going to be weird um, but most of all it's going to be exciting so I'm stoked to have you along for the journey thank you for tuning in um, today I've got my friend Scan, his name, his real name is David, um, he is a, ah oh man, he ha he wears so many hats, he's a photographer, he works as a roadie for Parkway Drive, Die Out is Murder, um, fucking, he's worked for a bunch of bands in Australia and out of Australia, he's a really interesting dude, um, so I thought, why not get him along, have a chat, and uh, hear his story of how he progressed from playing in bands to working with one of the biggest metal bands in the world um, to being a full-time photographer. So thanks again for tuning in, and here we go. before but um yeah i'm just in victoria at the moment just hanging out here for a little bit and um you know before i go back down to the states at some point so um what um what are you gonna you gonna do the entire winter again or are you gonna piss off before it gets, starts getting serious ah uh, look to be honest it's fucking it's cold already right now so um 
I, I don't see myself doing the winter here. No, definitely. I'll probably spend it down in Cali where it's reasonably decent weather. It's identical every fucking day for yeah, exactly. the next fucking 28 years. <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, I mean, it's only, I don't even know how many, it's probably only, I mean, it's nothing compared to you, like what you're used to in Melbourne. But, you know, it'd be, let me check it, what it is today. Let's but, say 22 and sunny. It's seven here in Victoria, so. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so it's, it's pretty fresh out. So, yeah. But anyway, what's, right. been happening, what's been happening with you? Um, fuck, I've, I've got too much shit on at the moment. Yeah. I did um I did a um whole bunch of weddings last week and then um just like really dumb shit like especially finishing with that um with that parkway tour like it's always that shit how like eight months ago when you're looking on paper you're like oh fuck I could totally do that and then yeah. when like the week rolls around you're like I'm a fucking moron <laughs> like I did I did see how we had like um. So like with the uh, with those Parkway shows, the Melbourne the Melbourne show is like an eight a.m. start and then three a.m. finish, and so then we yeah. you know get on a plane at five thirty to Adelaide, do the same thing, and so the day after Adelaide, I had a day off, so I flew home, did a wedding, the next day flew straight to Perth, did a full day there, then after that flew to Sydney to do another wedding, and then after that fucking wedding, I went to Melbourne and then landed at midday and then started doing an engagement shoot at four o'clock that day and it's just oh my god it's so dumb now, catching up on well yeah i just got i got fucking eight thousand photos to look at yeah exactly so, um so yeah and then um and then like you know just because i'm a i'm a moron um there was one wedding i was double booked for so i had a mate shoot it for me then i'm going to do all the editing for that so i'm just like fuck oh really where was that uh that was that was in melbourne while i was in sydney Right. Okay. Um, so yeah. So it's just one of those things. It just piles up. Yeah. But whatever. And then I've um I've got a little uh, job on the next couple of weeks. Um, it's it's so fucking weird. So I had to I had to like get my like working with kids accreditation. I have to like go out to like rural Victoria and shoot a whole bunch of preschools. Right. And let me guarantee that the parents fucking hate me when they show up oh. and find out I'm the one they signed the release form for. 100% because you look like a fucking Viking. <laughs> just this hairy dickhead in the bushes with a long lens just taking photos yeah. of the kids on play equipment. It's so rough. Uh, oh, <laughs> so, my um, God. Yeah, so I'm, so I'm doing that um, for the next couple hey, of weeks. Hey, but so. that's, a, that's like a job, though. I had a friend who did that in Brisbane, and she didn't even know how to operate a camera. I was like, I think... I had a conversation with her. I was like, oh, so what have you been up to? You know, like where you work? She's like, oh, yeah, I work for this this company who, and all we do is like take, we go around and take photos of, of kids. I think maybe she worked for like one of the preschools or something like that. But yep. um, I was like, are you fucking kidding? That's your job? Like, that's so yeah, well, easy. That's, that's the thing now. It's like um, auto ISO aperture priority and then give give anyone a camera and they're, they're doing it for a living. Well, yeah, I mean, you give someone a decent iPhone that fucking take a photo as good as me, it's fucked. Well, that, that, yeah, like uh, even the um, you know the the videographer would just had had a phone on like a little um like a little gimbal. Yeah, so that's you know there's that's someone some... I, I don't know where it was. I think it was in Australia. It must have been when I was looking at it, but maybe I don't know. Maybe you told me about it. But someone who like their business, they're a videographer, 
and they used two fucking iPhones. That's <laughs> that wasn't me, but it wouldn't 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 surprise me. Can you imagine the like them rocking up on your wedding day and they've just got two iPhones? You'd be like, um, yeah. yeah well, mum would be the the mum would be stoked. She'd be like, I fucking told you that we could just take it on an iPhone. What are we paying this prick for? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh well, that's that's pretty exciting though that you've had like. I mean, it's good to be busy, you know. It's better than, like, not having anything, I suppose. Yeah, totally. And it's, it's one of those things as well, how, like, you know, whatever, like, pe- people see your, your creative side online, but there's, I mean, there's another whole bunch of hours in the week where you have to pay rent. So that's what's, uh, that's what's happening in real time. And then, um, and then yeah. the stuff that you're proud of goes you online. Try. But, yeah. yeah, but the rest, the rest of the time, you gotta, you got to pay the rent somehow. Yeah, it's yeah. good. I mean, it's it's better than. I mean, before that, I was um, packing soccer balls in a warehouse. So, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty yeah. stoked to be doing that instead. Oh yeah, so, yeah. So, what is your fucking job title now? I, I'm I'm struggling to keep up. Just professional bullshit artist. <laughs> <laughs> really good at it. Yeah. Um, God, I'm trying to think. I mean, like, I would. I mean, as as much as I still feel like a knob saying it, I'm probably. Uh, in my head, I'm like five years off actually saying it. I'm, I, I would say that photographer is my profession yeah. now. I mean, it's, even though you, that, you feel it's kind of swung that way in the last, like, I don't know, year to six months. Uh, six months I reckon, six. I reckon, last six weeks. Oh right, okay, yeah. It, it was one of those things. How it was always just a, it was a hobby, and I was, yeah. um, I mean, I wouldn't even say I was getting interest, but like, you know, just that stuff. How you do something yeah, for well, a friend, and then I mean, it builds. For, yeah, for people that don't know and when i say people i mean like the five people that are going to be listening to this and it's probably just going to be me but um (laughs) um let's sort of i guess take a step back to how i got here yeah like to to how because obviously you work for parkway you work for like thy art you work for a couple other aussie bands as well but i guess we can even talk about like how you even got into that. So you played in bands initially. Yeah. Right? All right. So if yeah. we if we go if we if we do the whole timeline, let's say that it's uh it's probably like two thousand and four. Um, okay. Yeah. I guess I, I would have been twenty twenty one or something like that. Um, Optimal high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I was a drummer. Um, I started playing for um for kind of local Melbourne bands. Yeah. And then, um, and then started touring a whole bunch, doing that kind of stuff. What um, were the band names? Then uh, Carpathian was the was the main one that I was really busy with. There were a couple of other ones I never really saw the light of day, but yeah. um, that's the first one that I went overseas with. And yeah. um, and so I did that for. I mean, that was that was like eight years of my life. And um, and then through there, we um we did a bunch of tours with um with the that Australian band um Parkway Drive for like a big metal band. Yeah. And um. And then from there, like, I, I just kind of got along with those guys. And then I saw them one day at their Melbourne show and um, and the drummer was packing up his own kit. And then I said, I go, fuck, man, you should be, you know, paying someone else to be doing that by now. And then, like, three yeah. months later, I get a message going, do you want to be the guy who gets paid to pack them up? <laughs> so I thought, well, fuck, I've got not much going on at the moment. So yeah. I started doing that. And then that turned into, like, another seven years of, like, touring with them full time. So and we it was working, only like obviously when you weren't on tour, what were you sort of doing? Were you just like just, working? Just in anything. It's such yeah. a like like t- touring. It, it's it's huge highs and lows. It's one of those things how um, you know, especially if you're if you're like a roadie or whatever. When um when you're busy, it's great. But 
you know, if the band decides that they're going to take nine months off, then you're like, oh, cool, man. Well, I'm just going to yeah. figure it out. Um, yeah. So it's all the kind of stuff. Like it pays well, but, you know, um, it, it pays well for the six weeks that you're away and then you're not doing anything mm-hmm. for three months. So I just I did absolutely anything. I worked in bars, worked in warehouses. Yeah. Um, yeah, just really just tried to fill the gaps with anything I could. And I suppose, and, like, you were just doing that, like, because I, I know, like, sort of playing in bands and stuff like that as well like that's you it's such a you like dedicate your whole like like life to it i guess when you like well one like being carpathian they're a pretty big band so you're going overseas and stuff like that as well but you know when you're trying to so to make it so to speak um you know you're on the road as well so yeah and then when you're not doing that you do have to feel um fill the gaps when you're not doing that sort of stuff. So was it like, I guess you would have just been used to doing that anyway before you joined the park. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It was, um, it's one of those things how, um, you invest so much into doing the, like the craft, whether it's, you know, photography or, um, or playing a band and all that kind of stuff. Like everything Mm -hmm. is for the, you know, the, the end result, which is doing what you love more often. Yeah. Um, and so you, you throw so much of your time and energy into the band or whatever creative outlet you have. And then, and then when you're in, in those gaps, it's one of those things how like you have to, you have to try 200% harder than the person next to you. Because if you know that you're only in town for six weeks, you really have to convince that employer that you're worth having back when you piss yeah. up again. Cause it, it's like thing how you like, you're constantly just putting people out. So you have to kind of convince yeah. them that when yeah. I am in town, yeah. I'm, I'm the guy who, who you should, you know, yeah. uh, prioritize shifts for. And it's, it's so much work. It's one of those things yeah. how like, you know, I, I, it would be, it, there were definitely points where I kind of envy people who had, um, who, who had no goals, you know, who were just happy to show up to work and then just sit there and watch the block every night or whatever other shitty TV show we're on. I just didn't yeah. have any aspirations because I'm sitting there going, that's so, uh, that's so much less work than what I have to do. Yeah. Because I've got this stupid hobby slash passion that's just crippling me. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, those people are probably fucking are dead inside though, so. Yeah, but totally. I, I, def- I, I definitely know. understand where you're coming from though. Yeah, it does make it really hard when, especially being in a band, man, like it's so hard. Like, oh, it's, it's the worst. And also you got like, you got four other people and you're all trying to like yeah. stay on the same page. And, you know, yeah. if one person starts drifting off a little bit, oh, it sends yeah. like this ripple effect through everything and oh. it's it's brutal. So, you know, hats so, off to anyone who makes it 10 years. Yeah, dude. Um, and it's successful. You know, there are bands that have been around for that long that, they don't suck, but um, I mean, some of them do, but you know, like they just don't get anywhere. I mean, it, it takes so much for everything to line up. And yeah, do they, well, you really have to, you have to give yourself realistic timelines with things like that. Definitely. And then, and, and it's kind of like, I mean, you kind of, you kind of say, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say so much work ethic that I learned from touring in, um, you know, in shitty hardcore bands, but I definitely learned that things take time and, even if you get told to go fuck yourself 99 times, you just have to wait for that one person to yeah. say that you're worth it. And I think that's why I kind of, I mean, I wouldn't say that I, I jumped the cure or anything doing photos, but I got a lot more work quicker than other people in, um, in the, the photo world or whatever. Because I, I spent 10 years getting used to, to people telling me to go fuck myself. 
Yeah, right. And so, you know, and all that kind of stuff, you know, you, you send people messages, you get mm-hmm. the scene, no reply. A lot of people get really bummed out by that. And I, I just tell myself, oh, that's 93 out of 99. So soon yeah. that one person's going to say yes or, um, you know, you just can't you just can't be defeated by every little thing that goes wrong. It kind of, yeah. I don't know, gives you a – definitely Turing Advance gave you a like a – like a harder skin, I guess, yeah. because, you know, it's so much of that world so brutal. And, you know, you put, you know, either five guys or eight guys in shitty conditions or whatever, and you're like, everyone is so mm. nasty to each other because <laughs> someone has to be the punching bag for yeah. how you're feeling. And so yeah. you learn to take shit so well. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's one of those things that, like, when you come out of touring, no one can fuck with you. Because you're just like, I, like no one, no one can get out under my skin because I've been to the depths. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I guess why did you? I mean, we may have just touched on it a little bit there, but why did you like stop playing music? Like, was it something know, that you just like that you didn't want to do anymore, or like we? I can't. Know. I mean, I, 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 I've been there, and you just, I've just like. It just doesn't become fun anymore. Was it that sort of the case, or? I, th- I think for me, I I enjoyed being a part of like a creative team, I guess. And then with my own bands, they were they were very one dimensional and um, like and when they, it came were, to songwriting or like just yeah, kind of kind of song like songwriting a little bit, but more like a like even the aesthetics of of everything. Like mm-hmm. um, especially within hardcore, there's so many fucking rules. And so you know, like you can't you can't do this because that's too weird. You can't do this because that's too weird. Like you have a you have kind of like this checklist of things that you're meant to do. Yeah. And um and I kind of got bored of that quickly. And then and then when I was when I started working for Parkway and other bands, you know, as far as like um there were people who there were like five way conversations. It wasn't like there was any one particular leader or anything like that. There were like like it was more of a creative process. So there was a little bit more of a, a bounce of ideas. And the fact that like you know like a, a, a guitar tech or a production manager can sit there in with the band and say, oh, have you, I looked at this funny pyro thing online or whatever. It kind of feels like everyone's like yeah. involved in a creative process yeah. in some way. And, you know, just working working on big epic shit is great. Like um, on the on the last Euro Festival run, like, you know, there's like 100,000 people at just a strictly metal festival and there's shit blowing up everywhere. And um, <laughs> it's really fun to be a part of, you know, big budget production. And also, you yeah. know, with a with like a really cool team like it it felt like I, I was getting like even even just like me being right at the back at the stage having not a massive involvement I felt like it's a little bit more communal than what I was involved in when I was actually creating music yeah right that's I know, you just kind of yeah you just you just you're just a part of something that's that's growing and that's and so that's cool exciting. Like, yeah for sure it's such a testament to those guys too because I mean anyone that meets them they're just like I mean they're just so nice and so and uh, I guess just down to earth and stuff like that. So the fact that that it's like a team thing doesn't surprise me at all. Like that's really interesting, especially when it came to like the recording of it and everything like that. That's so cool. Yeah, um, well, it's it's one of those things. Like you know, any especially when you when you have that many people uh, working on a show or whatever, it is really a collaboration. Like there's um there's a couple yeah. of essential people who like kind of make it, but like everyone everyone has their two cents, and that's really important to be involved in because. Um, it's one of those things how if you if you just show up um, and you know clock in clock out it does feel like a job and then yeah. things don't last long like you really you really yeah. kind of need to feel that you're a part of something yeah I think that's that's always important and I think from there the transition to 
like total accidental transition of wedding photography. It's the same thing for me. It's a, it's like creative collaboration. Like you get some couples that, you know, aren't, aren't particularly fussed and other ones who like, you know, you really work on putting something together for the day. And so yeah. for me, that was like a, that was like a natural, right. even though okay. like going from heavy, heavy metal roadie to wedding <laughs> photographer makes yeah. no sense. But for me, it's just like, you're sitting there like meeting with people and talking about, you know, an aesthetic that you're all going to enjoy. And that's, yeah. I mean, that's ideal for me. Yeah. That's so sick. Um, so yeah, I guess you just went from, from playing and then, like you said, you went in, uh, cause you knew the boys already. How long have you been with them now for? I, I God, it's, I reckon it's, it's seven, it's probably seven years now. Um, I'm not too sure when eight's going to tick over, but it wouldn't be too far off. Yeah. Right. Okay. So seven years and I know you were just on, who the fuck were you? You did a couple of shows in Australia for some fucking like electro band. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> Electro band. I, mean, I don't know what that means. I don't even know the genre. Like who was it? It was a uh, Peking Duck. Peking Duck. That's right. Yeah. So they're like a, I guess they were like a, like a DJ duo a little yeah. while ago. Now they're like a, like a full band. Oh, um, oh that's... yeah. And so, so it's, it's one of those kind of funny things how, um, you know, you kind of, you kind of float around for a little while and then your name pops up and, mm. um, and so, yeah, so like I could, I could be sitting there like, you know, working for a band that are talking about cutting babies' heads off. And then the next day I'm sitting there and there's just a bunch of like, you know, there's 10,000 tweakers with face paint on in the front yeah. row, all just wigging out oh my at God, some Bushdorf festival. So I've never been to one of those. <laughs> I, I tell you what though, it does not matter how much fucking <laughs> glitter you put on your face. If you haven't washed your ass in three days, it is it is brutal. And so as soon as the wind had changed, yeah, you can just smell it. It comes up on stage and everyone's ready to puke. And you're just sitting there going, just like, look at you dirty peasants. Like at least, you know, bring a bring a, a packet of baby wipes wipe. or something if yeah, you're gonna yeah. be yeah, if you're gonna be hanging out in a at a dance festival for three days, like you get your shit together. Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's kind of cool. So, um, I guess what's the plan now? Like you've only, I mean, you just finished up. I mean, I'm not going to see you in North America again. You've made no, that. No, that's it. I've, um, yeah, oh. I made the, um, I made the, the call to, um, to, to get out of touring and go full time with the photo stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I think my, my official last day on the roadie clock will be, I think like in August, 2019. Um, so yeah, so I, I gave I gave the band like a year's notice, which is imagine like whoever whoever's quit their job and given two weeks notice yeah. times that by eight months. Yeah, and ugh, I tell you what, it is trying. How was that reaction? No, it was good. I mean, it was it was one of those things how like you know everyone's everyone like I'm I'm on the wrong side of thirty five now, so um, so definitely like I don't want to be that sad old aging roadie with the massive utility belt and yeah. bandana and linen skinned shirt and all that kind of stuff. Where everyone's like. <laughs> Honestly, if you if you have yeah. another option, grab it with both hands because it's yeah. <laughs> going to get worse for you from yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then because like, I remember this is I guess before we yeah knew one another. Um, I remember following their account and they <clears throat> like on Instagram and they they'd always post the photos that you were taken of them, like you know just just in and around wherever they were, you know, touring. So like, how did, how did that come about? Like from the transition from like, like to even picking up a camera? 
for you. Yeah, so uh, I think it was it was probably about well, I reckon it would have been about four years ago um, that I kind of I'd get home from tours all the time and I have my little tour pass and that was like yeah. the only kind of um, that was the only memory or you know item uh-huh. that I'd have to just show your, for everything I did. Like yeah, the, your, your lanyard. Yeah, and so, yeah. so that was it. And I was kind of sitting there thinking, "Fuck, it's pretty. It's pretty sad that I've been like a like to every corner of the world and don't have anything really to show for it." Yeah. And then, um, and then I kind of thought to myself, "Well, I'll just pick up like a. I think I, at the airport, I got myself like a like a tiny little like a little Sony point and shoot camera. I think it was like yeah, two hundred and fifty bucks or whatever. Uh-huh. And so I carried that around with me and I started taking random photos. And then, um, and so we finished one tour. Um, and then I went to uh, Iceland for a couple of weeks. Um. And then caught a bus to like I think it was it was the uh, to the east coast and then spent like twelve days walking back, um, walking back to the back? west coast. Yeah, I just had uh, it was it was so dumb. I had because um, you know obviously if you if you plan a hike or whatever you try to carry as little as you can. Whereas I'd yeah. just finished a tour, so I had like a tool belt with like you know <laughs> ratchets and all that kind of stuff. I had like my laptop. I had, you know, everything. So I ended up, I was carrying, I was carrying 34, 35 kilos worth of stuff. And, um, and just, I was just like, just trotting along. Like I'd I'd only, I'd only make it about 22 Ks, 22 kilometers per day when like, you know, you can easily walk like 80 kilometers if you're kind of reasonably healthy. And so it was, it was a bash. I had these huge bruises on my shoulders, but it was one of those things how like, I did. I'm just literally walking. Yeah, in Iceland. Yeah, so I just walked from one side to the other. (laughs) (laughs) It's always that dumb shit. I I hate people telling me what I can and can't do. Like if someone goes, if someone goes, oh fuck, you can't do that. I go, watch me, dickhead. Yeah, yeah. Hold my beer. Um, yeah, so I did that, and then after that, went to the Austrian Alps and uh, did a did a similar kind of thing. And um, and I just had this tiny little point and shoot camera. And then I got home, and I'm sitting there thinking, "Fuck it, like maybe I could get a better camera and take better photos." And then it just kind of started going from there. And then I was um, I'd be bored on tour, and I'd sit there, you know, taking photos of the band guys and some of the live music stuff. And then from there, I'd get someone go, "Oh, I've just had a kid. Can you take some baby photos?" And then you know, you do the baby session, and then their sister goes, "Oh, well." I'm getting married in six months. Whatever, can you do those? I'm like, I totally can't do those, but I'll get on YouTube and fucking learn how to do it. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, it just kind of snowballed. And so, yeah, so it got, it got to this like tipping point where I'm sitting there going, well, I've got an option to do something else now. So maybe um, I'll go have a crack at something else and see what happens. So yeah. then that's where I am. And you don't take any band shots anymore, eh? I notice pretty much. You get that kind of. No, it's, it's kind of one of those things how. Um, I mean, you know, I'm not going to be a dick and say that I mastered live music photography, but you kind of, you kind of sit there and do it for a while and you sit there thinking, um, it's kind of getting a little bit repetitive now. Like you, you, you take a couple of sweet shots and you're like, oh, that's, I'm proud of that. Yeah. And you sit there going, well, I'm not just going to, I'm not going to do that another 200 days a year. So, well, I think especially when you're a part of the crew and like the show is the same show every night, you know, it's not like you're seeing a different band. You don't know what's going to happen and. You don't know what the lighting's doing, and you don't know what. Yeah, sort of well, I've I've got that whatever, luxury but... that I know exactly yeah, what exactly. happens every night. So yeah. you know, within within four or five shows, I kind of see the thing, and oh well, I've kind of got my shot from each scene, and that's it. Yeah. Now I kind of I'm gonna yeah. be bored shitless if I keep on doing this. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's... yes. So I mean, like, and again, like live music photography, that's such a good training ground to like have to get good quick because um because it's, it's it's one of those things. Yeah, you're like given. It's like, oh, here's a camera. 
we're going to get a bunch of guys to run around in the dark and give you yep. the shittiest lighting conditions you've yep. ever dealt with. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like, I mean, that's how I sort of got into it. Like it was, I was playing in a band or bands for however many years. And I was like, fuck this. Like I'm so sick of like the whole, I just, it just became, I don't know, like just too hard. Not the fact that it was like, you know, I mean, we played some okay shows, but not the fact that the band wasn't really going anywhere, but it was just like, it became too much of a business. And like you said earlier, like when you have four other dudes with differing like opinions and it's just hard. So I was like, fuck this. Like I've had enough. And I always had a friend that, um, took photos and I just borrowed his camera once and then like really enjoyed it. And then, um, yeah, sort of just started through there. But like like you said, like you learn so quick because especially like local bands, like this lighting is always so shitty. And then, you know, you'd I'd go and like shoot a bigger band and like the lighting is sick. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, you just have to like adapt like really quickly. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things like you definitely learn how to use your camera real quick doing that kind of stuff. Mm. But again, it's, it's one of those things you, you kind of, you know, if the, if, the, if the band's got a shitty lighting director, then you've got shitty photos. So you just yeah. kind of like, you, you get a little bit bored quickly because you want to start kind of controlling the mood a little bit more and you're kind of just relying on whatever they've given you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Fuck, I don't think I've seen you. Actually, I think I've seen one photo of you without a beard and it, Fully just tripped me out, hey. It's pretty weird. It's so weird. I'm like, instantly like, I'm, I'm 22 years old and... Dude, yeah. Got the tiniest chin. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I noticed that too when, like, I shaved my beard. I was like, where's my fucking chin at, hey? Yeah, and, and, and honestly, it, it looks like you're wearing triple XL t-shirts because you can, like, <laughs> see your whole neck and it's, it's fucking... It's weird. It, yes. I remember, didn't you shave it once when you got back from tour like maybe like i don't know a year ago or something and i think i saw mads which is your girlfriend for anyone um post a photo on maybe it was in a story or she posted a photo and i was just like who is that yeah even she was like she goes who the fuck is this guy had she seen you without one before no never oh my god how did that what did so were you was she present while the shaving was going down or no i just i kind of i kind of got home and it was one of those things how like you get home from like a 47 hour commute and you just feel shit ass and so it's one of those things how i go oh i start off shampooing my hair then i'm like oh i'll condition oh i'll just shave my whole fucking head like it was just like <laughs> i didn't end up just getting out of the race <laughs> and shaving my face bald and she was just yeah. like so yeah i think it'd have been like it'd have been like five or six years since the last full-on shave and i tell you it's fucking cold outside when you haven't got a beard dude i know i went for a walk the other day and not that i've had a beard lately but i was like my face is freezing yeah I was like, if i had a beard right now i wouldn't even be affected <laughs> <laughs> it's went, always I funny went... though because like people always say they go um they go oh yeah i mean i'd have a beard but it's just too much work having a beard and i go what are you talking about dickhead it's yeah, the opposite you don't, exactly like, you don't do shit yeah you, you have you just sit there and just fucking wake up and be a loser and then you've got one <laughs> yeah hey it's funny though like um i just hang on just quickly i just want to go back to 
her reaction though? Like, did you do it? And then was she at home? And then you walked out and were like, "Oh yeah, sorry." No, she 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 just got home from work and then thought I was like one of my one of her housemates' friends. Dude, yeah, she would. She'd be like, "Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> <clears throat> That's so funny. But yeah, even like I went outside yesterday without a beanie, and it was just like, "Fuck, it's so cold." And it's even worse when you shave your beard. I, I was looking back on photos of me about a year ago, I think. And I, I wish someone told me that I looked fucking homeless. Like, no one said. <laughs> like, dude, you need to shave that. People were telling me that look looked good, but I I don't know, man. Like, it was pretty rough. That was Hashtag me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was exactly it was me at my most feral. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you put something on the gram the other day. So you're pretty busy up until like you're fully booked, right? Yeah, until like uh, April one. That's when I'll start getting a little bit of breathing room again. April the first. Holy shit! And what about um, tours are done for the rest of the year for you? Yeah. So so I'll be. I think uh, my last my last kind of working day will be december 17 or 18 and then um then it all kicks on again in january 3 but um but i won't go on tour i got a european tour coming up on uh, i leave for that january 20 and that's for one month oh okay that's all right where are you going like just all over or yeah it's it, it's it's kind of like more like a it's like an a market run so like major cities so um it'll be a, a chunk of the uk um kind of mainland europe i th- don't think scandinavia gets a look in but yeah just kind of like just through the guts of the middle of europe um and then yeah, yeah no, nothing nothing too far east but we'll see what happens yeah sick did you get the new ca- have you sold your camera yet or no i'm still fucking no one wants the bloody thing um oh, it's always funny how everyone's always like um oh yeah, what settings do yeah. you use what, what do you blah 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 and i go do you want the fucking camera and they're like nah <laughs> like, oh, fuck off then <laughs> did you are you still waiting for your newie well, yeah, I was kind of, I'm at the point now where I'm kind of like I'm, you know, one third of the way through my summer wedding shit. So I, like, I kind of feel like upgrading right now would be kind of like a, a stupid call. Like I'll kind of run out with um, what I've been using so far. And then, yeah, um, yeah I think the plan for me is um, I kind of want to, I want uh, two of those uh, Sony A7 III's and then an a7r3 and then that's that's pretty much my kit for the next five years i don't think yeah. I'll, um, i don't think I'll, I'll mess with that that's i mean that's kind of like the that's like the as far as i'm concerned like the the best kind of like portrait kit you can kind of hang with does video interest you at all or not really no zero interest it's one of those things that i should adapt because it's it's such a major mm-hmm. major part of um yeah people's capturing these days but yeah. It's one of like those things. So I, I, it's going to take me long enough to you know kind of take the photos that I'm really proud of. So I don't want to sit there and throw another, another little piece into the mix yet. <laughs> it makes it hard to when you're like like especially for a wedding, you couldn't do both. No, and you're yeah. you're a, you're a you're a total dickhead if you promise both. Yeah. Oh, it's just it's in, I would nearly say impossible. Like it would just be so hard. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, no, that's fair enough. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel that, like, I mean, if you're killing it now, then there's no point in really worrying about it too, you know. 
if if people aren't sort of asking you for it. But I yeah, don't know. I just think it's one of those things that is good to have as a backup. Oh, absolutely, totally. And and you know, it's one of those things how um um all these mediums they change so quickly. So mm. you know, it's it's one of those things you know, adapt or catch you later. But um, I don't know. At, yeah. at the moment, I'm I'm just trying to do my best with stills. So, um, yeah. you know, if, if it starts looking like the um the weather's changed and everyone has to know how to do video, then I'll jump on. But and also, you know, with video, like there's so much more latitude for being creative as well. Because like you know, you, you're throwing you're throwing moving images in there. Like five seconds of mo- moving image tells way more than a photo does a lot of the time. And then, um, you know, and also throwing like audio on top of that, like you, you've kind of got this yeah. like three prong attack. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I, there's, there's just there's just so much. There's still so much to learn with stills that, um, you know, and even even me, like um, like I don't shoot a massive amount of film, but um, but quite a bit, and it's it's going to take me years to even really kind of figure out what my flavor is in that. So so fuck learning how to do five things at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe when you you know when the the band stuff stops you'll have a little bit more of extra time and you know you can maybe look at it then if you're still sort of interested it yeah totally what do you like um what do you prefer then do you prefer dg or film i i really prefer film yeah um it's one of the things like uh and, and especially for me because i really like taking photos i try to separate the two that um that when I'm holding a digital camera, like I'm at work, and then when I'm holding a film camera, that's for me. That's like my that's time. Cool. Yeah, to that's shoot. cool. I like that. Because because yeah. because so many people I know who are like really talented photographers, they don't take photos at home because they look at their kit and feels like they're going to work. Yeah. Whereas I think that's a pretty that's a pretty sad thing. So, um, so I said that thinking digital is for you know going off and shooting a wedding or yeah. you know doing kind of corporate stuff, but. Like the the me time is always when I have a, a a medium format camera. Yeah, that's cool. I was listening to another podcast with a uh, another photographer. He's a surf photographer, and he essentially said the same sort of thing. Like, whenever it comes to like work, because um, you know with digital, it's just so easy. You know, you can have a quick have a look at it. No, that's not good enough. Take it again, and you can do that an infinite infinite amount of times. Really. Um, and obviously that's the format that brands and everything wanted in. So he's like, yeah, for, for all that sort of stuff, I just shoot digital. Um, but like whenever it's like, I'm going to shoot water for me or whatever, it's, he's like, it's film, like 90% of it is film. And it just looks so much fucking better. Like it it look, it looks so much better. And also, like if I'm if I'm going to be like a total artist wanker right now, I'd say that like when when you are shooting with a film camera or whatever, you have to like, you know, you have to you have to look at the lighting. You have to like, you know, get everything right in body for it. So so it's one of those those dickhead things where you like you actually appreciate the scene a little bit more because you're kind of sitting there. It's taken you so long to get everything ready. You've actually really had a look around before you've just you've pointed taken the shot. shot. Yeah, yeah 100%. Like, I guess it goes back you... to what you were saying earlier. Like, you know, um, I fucking forget what you were saying earlier, but, um, yeah, anyone can just get a camera now, I guess, and just go, oh, yep, hit that button. And it looks half decent. But with shooting with a film camera, like you said, you have to just, like, Look at everything. Otherwise, you're gonna yeah, fuck totally. it up. Yeah, and I, I like all the all of my um, 
all of my medium format cameras are all like from the 60s and 70s so like yeah um you know totally mechanical like no like there's no priority settings or anything on there so you just have to really kind of like look and make sure that shit's sweet before you click it because it's not like you can fake it in post was it a lot of what was the learning curve like that for you I think as well, I mean, it's one of those things that there's there's so much on YouTube. Like, if you go to school, you're an idiot. It's such a waste of time. I agree. Um, People who go, I'm going to study photography, I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? Like, (laughs) you're a cool man. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's one of those things like you get get given a hint and then you just try to make it your own. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't think I particularly have a style or anything, but I, I kind of feel like I've kind of in my head. I know where I want to go with it. So yeah. you just have to. Um, I don't know. You just have to kind of. You, you've got. You've got people who will tell you seventy percent of the info, and then the thirty percent you just kind of start making shit up and see what happens. Yeah. <clears throat> do you have a favorite? Like how many? How many cameras do you have now? Like. Oh God! I'll turn around and have a look at them. Um, I've got. No, I, I did a little bit of a cull recently, so it's not that bad. But I've got. Um, I've got five medium formats, and I don't really, I don't bother with thirty-five millimeter because in my head, if I'm if I'm spending money to have something processed, it might as well be the best version of that. And so, yeah, um, yeah thirty-five millimeters is too small and kind of not a lot of detail in there. But yeah, um, yeah, I just like over. I think another thing I was attracted to was um, when you're loading like a big old like you know a six-seven camera or a six by six or something. It's actually such like a physical process to load it yeah. up that it kind of it kind of feels like even like those shitty photos that you're going to take feel more important because it took you yeah. so long getting there um yeah i mean back to that I've, I've got a there's a there's a couple there but you know nothing nothing too crazy yeah i don't know like whenever i see film shots and i'm not sure if it's just because i know it's a film shot it can just be like such a simple photo or like a shitty photo but it's just so much better does that make sense? Like, yeah. Well, in, in, in my dish. head, I sit there thinking it's a little bit. It's more true to life of what where you were standing when it was taken. Yeah. yeah. If you're if you're standing there like and you you take a, a perfectly exposed shot of like a great sunset or yeah. something, then that's what it looked like on the day. Whereas like if you if you take a raw photo and then chuck it into Lightroom, it ends up being whatever the fuck you decided it looked like. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah so I, I just sit there going, like, you know, let's, like, I, I think film's for capturing the moment rather than, you know, capturing an interpretation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I guess just for myself, like, with where I am and what I've been doing, like, it's 100% that, but, and I guess, like, you kind of have to play the game a little bit, but, like, oh, man, I'm so overplaying it. <laughs> I don't even, like, I'm kind of at, like, the stage where I'm, like, I don't even know really what I want to do, you know, with it. Like, that's kind of why I'm doing this. It's because I'm just, like, fuck, I'm sick of getting people to stand in front of a fucking waterfall, you know. Like, like I went to one yesterday, like, with a couple of friends, and they were just, like, and I was, like, fuck that. Like, it's so boring, like. I mean, yeah, well, it, it, it's at, it's that it's, point. Like, I mean, you you're probably where I was at with the live music stuff. You're sitting there thinking, yeah. like, I kind of need a challenge. Like, it's you get those being there, yeah. done that situations, and then yeah, um, well, you kind of kind of think, what's the next step? Well, I think for video, like, I, I did a couple of videos recently, and I used to do that a fair bit, and then I just got over that because the process is so much longer, you know. But I really 
enjoyed it especially when you add like audio to it you kind of create like a little story um itself so i think that would be good to sort of focus on but i don't know it's hard sometimes when it's you know you make it such a priority it's i don't know your vision just gets blurred a little bit yeah totally but there's um there's a there's a couple of um of uh photographers i've been listening to where they they basically say that like um you know i always like a, a lot of them try to really make sure that they have two creative days a month and then you know the work that they do the rest of the month doesn't matter because they're always right. kind of like oh in two weeks i'm going to do something sweet for me and um, right. yeah yeah it, it's one of the things like you know so um yeah so for me i, I mean i i always kind of figured that i'd be doing uh, I always wanted to be a portrait photographer when I started out because I just feel that there's like there's a thousand and one expressions on a face and, you know, a, a kind of a mountain doesn't give you too many options. Yeah. So I was never interested in the landscape. It was always just yeah. like intense portraits. And so I kind of feel that, you know, once um once this wedding season slows down and I get a little bit of time over winter, then I really want to kind of push for two two kind of creative portrait sessions every month. Um, that's cool because like yeah sorry go on oh and uh and and also like I, i've kind of like you know everyone spends the first two years kind of like learning how natural light works and then after that i'm way more stoked on like creating light now so yeah just starting to get the kind of studio lighting happening now and you know yeah. start making things rather than relying on working with what you got yeah because that can be some sometimes so hard uh, i mean i i i think nothing beats natural light but um, you know, sometimes when it's not there, then you're kind of fucked. Yeah. So it's it, good it, to have it back it, up and, yeah. Yeah, and just um, just creating light I think is exciting because, again, yeah. and that's like, you know, if you if you think you're, you're pretty good at taking portraits, then let's fucking add some lighting to it and then get them weirder. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's such a hard thing to do is to take a good portrait. I mean, obviously anyone can stick a camera in someone's face and but to like actually take a good one that's a reflection of the actual person is like i mean you can really tell the differences like between yeah, and, someone and, who knows then, what they're doing but then even with that as well like, like <laughs> you can like taking a portrait of of what someone looks like and then taking a photo of what someone wants to be are like totally different things and like that's a whole yeah. other scene and yeah. um and then what i mean what i kind of enjoy about it when you're even when you're taking portraits or whatever, it's like um, there's kind of like there's a funny role that you play in kind of manipulating people's moods and all that kind of stuff. Like you can you can just drastically change expressions on people's faces from just, yeah. you know, j- just the way you interact with them. 100%. So, just having a conversation, yeah. asking a couple questions. Yeah, um, like, you know, you, you can turn mm. someone really sour or really stoked within a few seconds. And so that's like another yeah. crazy aspect to it that people don't really talk about. Yeah, I think that's something that I would like to learn a lot more because I'm shitty with talking to people. You know, like I'd love <laughs> to shadow with someone. Well, I'm not shit, but like when it comes to that, like I wouldn't even know really where to start, you know. Yeah, uh, well, I think it's funny with me. What I've always done is... um. Uh, and it's probably, I mean, I'm assuming it's the opposite to what a lot of other people say is that, you know, if, if it's a wedding couple or whatever, I'll always start the day with, um, you know, at the end of the day, these photos don't fucking matter. I go like, what matters is that you had a fun day. There's no point in taking a really good photo and all you're going to do is look back at it and think to yourself, how fucking awkward was that hour that we were doing that? 
Whereas right. I sit there yeah. going, like, I'd rather you guys have a shitty photo that you stoked on, which is like yeah. a like a, a strange kind of thing. But I think you kind of, when you start with that, like the walls are initially down because people feel they have to perform so much and they start yeah. freaking out. Whereas like yeah. you just kind of sit there and going, go like, you know, you kind of get your lenses out and you start polishing everything up and you go, all right, so this doesn't matter. Let's go have fun. And yeah. then suddenly you just get a totally different version of that person. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good way to approach it because you bring a camera out in any sort of situ- social situation, people just freeze up in- um, instantly, you know. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, it's and especially when having it's your photo taken. Like oh, yeah, dude. I fucking hate like, it. No, no one wants to have their photo taken. So I, I always tell them, I go, I go we're going to take 1,500 photos. One of them's going to be good. So just have that yeah. in the back of your mind. So let's go get weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go get weird. That's your little <laughs> catchphrase, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this shoot doesn't matter let's get weird yeah <laughs> yeah um sick all right well this has been pretty fun um yeah, cool i was gonna ask you a couple things maybe before we go i don't know i can't really remember what they were i should have written them down do you have a do you have a favorite like tour story or anything like that oh man they're all filthy they're x-rated yeah they're so bad um God, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I mean, like the, the, the thing from, I mean, there, there's always like the over the top, really hilarious, weird, feral stories. But for, for me, what, like, whenever I think about touring, all I ever come back to is like all the band on the bus, and like we, we just have like little peppermint tea parties at the end of the night because like we yeah. do not rage anymore. Like it's, it's yeah. pretty chill now. And and for me, like what I'm going to remember from touring is peppermint we all get on the bus. Parts. Okay. Yeah, we are. we put on the kettle. Everyone has a peppermint tea, and we just sit there and just casually burn each other for about forty five minutes. And that and then sounds amazing. Goes, and then yeah, then everyone goes to bed, and all we yeah we just pick on each other for anything that's happened in the last forty eight hours, and we all have a laugh and then go to bed. And that's I think that's what I'm going to hold on to. Yeah. Most. I mean, there's there's all like the crazy stories or whatever, but all that stuff doesn't really matter. Yeah. That's all kind of like period piece. That's so fucking funny. I love a good. I'm fucking drinking peppermint tea right now, actually. Peppermint tea is great. Riding off your mates is better. Dude, <laughs> the two of those combined, fuck, <laughs> sign me up. Yeah. What are you up to for the rest of the day? Oh, I'm editing. I got, I got, I got three weddings in line, two engagement shoots, and I'm never going to see the sun ever again. No. Nah. Oi, what's the weather like down there at the moment? Is it good? It is. I mean, we're we're thirteen overcast. Like I'm I'm right down. Like it's basically it goes my house, Tasmania, Antarctica, <laughs> and yeah, it's you're pretty, right. Yeah, I'm right yeah. down the bottom. Right. Down it's um yeah, it's it's pretty grim at the moment, but it's is it's it really? it's such a yeah it's kind of such a funny period. Like we had like a thirty three degree day the other day, and then today's thirteen, and it's just bouncing around all over the joint. Yeah, for those that don't know, you live down the very south of not not in south australia but the very southern yeah i'm, I'm actually I'm, I'm yeah i'm right i'm right next to the most southeast point of australia so um pretty cold water down here yeah have you gotten in the water yet did you go for a swim the other day I yeah think? and it was rough was it I, like I, yeah i couldn't breathe for about 10 seconds i, I decided to be king dick and do the cannonball did you? in yeah. and nice. oh, it was rough oh man i went for a surf the other day um here on Vancouver Island, and I've never surfed in cold water before. Like, the coldest I've surfed is probably, like, Sydney, which 
is not that bad. Yeah, which is, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, and uh, fuck, dude, I could not believe it, eh? Like, I had a thick wetsuit on, but as soon as that, like, you know, sitting on your board and you get a bit of water in that wetty and it just fucking, like, you sit on the board <laughs> and it just sits around your nuts and you, <laughs> well, you at least cannot I... feel anything. At least you know what your balls taste like now. Yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> That's why I'm going back for Sunday. Just getting the <laughs> <laughs> I really want to see you, but I don't know when I'm going to see you, considering you're not coming over. Maybe I have to make a little trip home at some point. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that um, uh, the girlies want to go. She's going to want to go back to – she's from Calgary, so she's going to go, want to go back there at some point. So, Oh, um, so she can leave now? What's going on with that? No, we're still waiting. We, we, we did a de facto visa, which takes fucking apparently 10 years to to – finish so um so yeah. still waiting on a yay or nay from that one and when then, did um, she um submit that quite 19 months ago fuck off yeah, it's crazy and so any anyone who's who's going to submit now they're waiting for at least two and a half years jesus one of my mates here he's australian and his chick um is canadian and he waited i think it was like a year he just got pr here yep um, but fuck, man, that's so long. Yeah, Australia just doesn't want anyone showing up. Like any of you hundred thousand Argentinian backpackers who are going to Bondi this summer, good luck trying to stay here because <laughs> we are kicking you out. Oh my god, yeah, fuck, that's crazy though. Like, I mean, I understand in some sort of situations where they need to take that long, but like a Canadian resident, you know, you're doing everything by the books. and Yeah, you know, it's all part of the Commonwealth. But, yeah, for some reason, yeah. and, and, this, and we're, we're about to put the brakes on immigration um, in, like, all – because we used to have, um, we used to have like, a big allowance for um, – uh, what's it called? For, like, um, uh, skilled skilled professions or whatever. But they're kind yeah, of yeah. halting everything now. We're just kind of sitting there going, no, they basically said the trams and the trains are full, so we don't want anyone else showing up for a while. Fucking LA, that's nuts, you know, considering how much fucking room we have. Yeah, well, like, I, I see they just fucking sent them all to Shepparton. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking, they're struggling. The kebab shops are all closing, like, there's nothing going on. Like, they need a bit of nightlife, so. Need a bit of economy. See, go fucking, go, go fix a tractor, you dickheads. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, well, yeah, but fingers crossed that she gets to leave soon and yeah, come back. So, yeah, it'd be, yeah, it'd be nice going to Calgary. I haven't been there in ages, so. Come back um, so come... though, I am not fucking going out there in winter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not happening. All right. Well, yeah, thanks for fucking doing this. I hey? appreciate it. it was thanks good. for we should, we should, Yeah, no worries. We should do it more often. Not recorded, yeah. just little, no, little just chat. Talk shit. Yeah, cool. All right, I'm going to take the piss of my life. All right, enjoy it. Thanks again. All right, see you, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. See ya.